Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Um, so, folks, there's never, ever been a more uh, serious existential moment for me, platforms we've been using, and everyone else for free speech our constitution and our country than the one we're living through right now. I cannot emphasize to you in strong enough terms how dangerous going forward is going to be if we don't stop what's going on right now, both the chaos and the madness, and get back to some semblance of sanity in this country. I'm going to give you the behind the scenes today on what happened. I know most of you know if you're a new listener and you don't, you'll know now. I am an investor in Parler. I own portion of the company. I'm going to give you as much as I can behind the scenes about how bad this fight was this weekend. It wasn't just about President Trump being pulled off Twitter, which disgracefully happened, Facebook and elsewhere. This was about the entire wiping out by the totalitarian left, their totalitarian tech partners, and their totalitarian media buddies in a coordinated effort to entirely wipe clean your presence on the only public space we have, and that's the internet. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at ExpressVPN. Gosh, if there was ever time to get a VPN, it's now. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Get a VPN today and protect your online activity from prying eyeballs. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. You know what, folks? Let me just get right to it. I don't have a lot of time to waste. We do have sponsors that pay to be here, so we owe them that fairness. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition. Life's about habits. This year, we have been more focused than ever on the health of ourselves and those we love. But what happens after? How do you plan to ensure that your body's immune system is ready for the fight in the winter and beyond? I take Field of Greens by Brickhouse Nutrition every day. I actually take it twice a day, maybe three times today. Loaded with antioxidants, Field of Greens is packed with 18 clinically researched essential fruits and vegetables, plus green tea, ginger, turmeric, and beets. This powerful combination not only supports heart health, it can support a healthy immune system, metabolism, blood pressure, and digestion. Complete with pre and probiotics, Field of Greens is not only good for you, it's good for the entire family, even the athletes and children living in your home. Just put a scoop in a glass of water. I put it in uh, tomato juice sometimes. Stir and you're done. It's that simple. Here's where you go. Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. And get 15% off your first order with the promo code Dan at checkout. It's available in multiple flavors. They're really good. Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Promo code Dan. No bell today, folks. Um, Joe is still here. Joe's always with us. He's an integral part of the show. But hey, I'm really sorry. I know we've done it forever. But as I said to Joe before the show, and he agreed, I don't have, I can't. I just, the show is different today. If I sound different and look different, it's because I haven't slept in three days, any substantial amount. My blood pressure's been about 2,000 over 172. My stress level's been through the roof. Um, all of this while dealing with a rather dramatic health crisis and everything else going on in my house. This has not been fun, and I'm not going to tell you it's been fun. And I told you I wouldn't go on the air when I didn't feel like doing a show. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I didn't feel like doing a show today because I'm dealing with 5,000 fronts of a war at the same time coming at me, but I have to come on and I need you to support us now more than ever. Let's get right to it and let's get to the point. This weekend, starting on Friday night, the media tech tyrant, far left symbiote, and that's what it is, declared open war on free speech. You have no idea how bad it was behind the scenes. There are things I can't say, but there are things I can. I am, as I said before, a part owner of Parler. Therefore, I have been privy to what happened this entire weekend. After, the, after Twitter decided it would be a good idea to ban the president of the United States of America and his official government account, while allowing the Chinese government and allowing the Iranians to post their death to America, let's uh, sterilize Uyghurs tweets. No, those are up there. Twitter decided it would be a good idea to cause a national security crisis and ban the president of the United States and, and not just his personal account at real Donald Trump, but the at POTUS account too. That really happened this weekend and on Friday. Do you understand what's going on right now? 
I was trending on Twitter, I think, four times this weekend as liberals gloated over the fact that a platform I'm associated with, Parler, was taken down. Let me give you a little scoop of what happened behind the scenes. You may say, how can it be worse behind the scenes, Dan? I heard Parler, which is the Twitter alternative, was the largest one. Our alternative to Twitter, where we had a social media platform that was number one in the app store. We were number one, was basically wiped from the face of the earth from Friday until this morning. We will be back probably just in a couple of days. And I'm going to have some asks for you later. Parlor.com will be back. We are not going anywhere. If you thought you picked a fight with someone weak need, I'm telling you what I've been going through lately has, if anything, put horse blinders on my face. Someone told me they're called horse blinkers. Great. I appreciate it. I'm going to call them horse blinders, but I appreciate the clarification. I have never been more clear about what my life is about than right now. It wasn't just Amazon, Google, and Apple that went after us. Apple pulled us off the App Store. Google pulled us off Google Play. And Amazon, in the most damaging blow yet, AWS, pulled off our server with little notice, causing a massive amount of destruction to Parler, which they will wind up having to answer for later in a court. It was worse behind the scenes. So three trillion dollar companies, Apple, Google, and Amazon went after you and you're telling, no, it was worse. What else happened? There were a number of other companies too, folks, that pulled out on us too. Some of them pulled out in such haste to make a political point against Parler, not a business one, and certainly not a one they can legally defend. Oh, and they'll have to. Pulled out so rapidly, they exposed Parler to a number of threats that were impossible to counteract because the companies had pulled out and I believe violated their contracts with us. We had lawyers pull out. We were essentially a man on an island this weekend. As liberals and the Brian Stelters of the world and Oliver Darcy's totalitarians and what Stalin called useful idiots. They are the useful idiots. Celebrated all this, took a victory lap. We were essentially wiped off the internet. Parlor.com is down right now. Parlor.com will be back. And again, I have some asks for you later because I need them. And I can't be shy right now. I try not to bother you with the audience with requests and overwhelm you, but I need you. Behind the scenes, ladies and gentlemen, it was even worse. My wife and I, who helps me produce the show, who's sitting right there, have not slept or had a stressful free second, forget about free minute, sorry, in probably four days now. Every time we thought we had a crisis on our hands that we had maybe put our finger in the dike, another one erupted that resulted in the dam exploding. I woke up this morning to even worse news. One of the server companies that decided they were going to help us because they actually believed in free speech in the United States of America abruptly pulled out in the middle of that deal too. I'm sure the liberals will celebrate because they think this is hilarious. Don't ever forget though, We have recourse, proper recourse through process and not chaos. And when that process works out, he who laughs last, laughs the loudest. Folks, this appears coordinated. They were ready to go. The companies that attacked us and withdrew their services abruptly on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and even this morning, appeared to do it in concert. Was it coordinated? I think we're going to find out in the discovery phase when we get a hold of all their emails. But ladies and gentlemen, it seems awfully odd that these companies all at the same time, I believe in violation of the law, pulled out and left Parler stranded on a tech island by themselves all at the same time. But ladies and gentlemen, this didn't start on Friday and it didn't start on Saturday. This entire war, open war, that the tech tyrants, the totalitarian left, and their totalitarian friends in the media are now celebrating a victory in, they were the ones who prepped this battlefield in advance. Despite the fact, and I'll hopefully get to this later too with some, with some, uh, some information on that, that Twitter and Facebook have hosted Antifa groups that have planned the burning of U.S. cities. Twitter has a tweet still up by Kamala Harris on her account that's still there to bail people who burn cities uh, down to the ground out, the Minnesota Freedom Fund. 
despite Antifa tweets highlighted by Andy No and others coordinating illegal activity on their platform, despite Reza Eslan, a contributor at another network, Reza Eslan, I'm not sure actually if he's a contributor or not, tweeting out that he would, quote, burn the effing place down if they replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg. That tweet, I believe, is still up. Despite trending this weekend, hang Mike Pence on Twitter. Parler has come under relentless assault by the media, which had seeded this battlefield long before the attack happened. The media had written stories about us endlessly, which I've tried to ignore to not give them any air. Endless attack pieces about how Parler was somehow promoting hate. Ladies and gentlemen, we have terms of service on Parler like anyone else. You cannot commit a crime on Parler. You cannot go and incite mass violence. If you want to do that, please don't come to our platform. But we are a free speech platform. We are not a surveillance platform. We don't surveil people on Parler. We do not data mine on Parler. Listen to me. Anybody who's telling you that, anybody who's telling you that on Twitter or elsewhere where you still are, that Parler was a di- is lying to you. We do not do that. Matter of fact, one of the companies we use, because Parler would ask for a cell phone number. You know why Parler asks for a cell phone number when you start an account? And I've tried to ignore this stuff, but it's gotten out of control because believe it or not, there are rhino Republicans and other companies out there seeding the internet with malicious attacks on Parler, helping the left. I'm not kidding. I'm telling you again, you have no idea how bad it was behind the scenes. George Soros owns Parler, I saw on social media. George Soros owns Parler. You think I'd know that? You think I would know? How stupid do you have to be to fall for that? Parler's stealing your cell phone. No, but you know why Parler uses cell phone numbers? Because we don't data mine. We don't have a massive library of your data to use on Parler to authenticate that you're the real deal. So we ask for a cell phone number to make sure you were a real account. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not just about Parler. It's not. If you think to yourself, which I don't think most of my audience does, I, and again, I, I, I'm not chastising, so please don't take it. Through. There are some people on social media who put out these rumors. George Soros owns Parler. Parler steals your data. None of that is actually true. It's all f- categorically false. That's not you, but it's out there. But if you are one of those people left who thinks, oh, this is an isolated attack on Parler and it'll all be okay in the end. <laughs> You're next. Have I not warned you on this show that this fight was coming to your door? Which, by the way, was grotesquely, of course, characterized by the absolute losers and totalitarians on leftist media. I had said that on Friday, this fight's coming to your door. It is. You think these leftist companies are going to leave you alone? That's the fight I'm talking about because leftists are you know, knowingly stupid and they obviously don't understand the English language. You think this social media left media symbiote war on your freedom and liberty and freedom to speak? You think it's going to leave you alone? I'm going to tell you a story in a few minutes about a, a reporter for the Daily Caller who just happened to be covering, covering the White House, uh, excuse me, the Capitol event and the event outside the White House on the Ellipse, who just happened to be covering it and wound up in a New York Times people, a New York Times piece, basically implying he was a rioter. Not implying, they say it directly. I'll show you the caption under the photo when I get to it. He was a reporter for the Daily Caller. You think you're going to escape this? You think, oh, I just have a small right-leaning blog. I'll be okay. Really? You checked your servers? Oh, don't worry. We have other competitors to parlor. They have their own servers. God bless them. I'm not looking at, this is no time for inter-stuff warfare. This is time for unity. And I hope, I pray they succeed. But I'm just telling you right now, for people who are sending me emails, oh my gosh. You got to do what everyone else did, get your own servers. You understand they're going for the ISPs next, right? ISPs, the internet service providers, you understand that's next, right? You don't believe me? Just follow what the leftist totalitarians are doing on Twitter right now. Wait till your website is blocked completely by internet service providers. Oh, you didn't think of that one? No, Dan, that sounds like a conspiracy theory. You sure about that? Because everything I told you months ago that leftists called a conspiracy theory when I started talking about what they were going to do if they won the election has now come true. Yep. Joe's right. Yep. You think you're safe? Wait till your bank gets boycotted. Oh, that's not going to happen. Really? Did you see Citibank's statement this weekend? 
They'll no longer uh, donate to Republican candidates that dared question the constitutionality of some of the election problems. Wow. Think you're safe? You have a Facebook post out there supporting President Trump from just a few days ago, a few weeks ago? Wait till your business gets a hold of that and the lefties find it funny when you get fired. My wife said to me before we started the show today, it's my wife. She's like, you were right. I wish you were wrong, but you were right. Joe, when did we start talking about the need to build an entirely parallel economy? Four years ago? Five years ago, yeah. maybe? Maybe Certainly we started not a about new topic five on the show. Yeah, right, it's about yeah. right. Joe's been with me from the beginning, and I know Joe's got a mental library of everything. About four or five years hmm. ago, we started discussing the topic on the show about yes. how we're going to have to construct an entirely parallel economy. Servers, web hosters. ISPs, banking, and everybody kind of laughed. I remember getting a few emails saying, oh, that's a conspiracy theory. You sound crazy. Do I? You sure about that? I do have a sponsor I do have to get to, folks, but I want to, uh, I want to leave you with this thought before I get to the sponsor. I want to come back because I want to talk about something else. You got to remember, I've got a ton of material today. I've said something else to you for a long time, and I hope now it hits home. You may disagree with this. I'd be happy to hear your emails, but I'm telling you, you're wrong. I have warned you about the Democrats. I said repeatedly on this show, while the Republicans are not the answer to all of your problems, they have been, and I'll believe me, I'll get to them next, an absolute abomination to humankind. Not all of them but a good percentage of them on Capitol Hill and frankly, locally and at the state level too. I warned you that in a world of difficult choices, that the Republicans are not the answers to all your problems. They've showed us that. These problems are at your door now. But allowing the Democrats to win is empowering a party that is the cause of all of your problems. I got attacked repeatedly on my own email, by my own listeners, by some, Dan, voting, enjoyed bad idea. We should just let them win. Really? Are you sure about that? So you want to expedite your own demise to make a point about what? How the other party sucks? I'll get to them in a minute. And how bad they suck. The Republicans. But you're going to, by staying home, do what? empower a party of absolute totalitarians to destroy your life tomorrow? Not me. There are no easy choices. There are no right choices, but there are less wrong choices. All right, let me get to my second sponsor. I need to take a breather here. Folks, you know I love Omaha Steaks. We've been an Omaha Steaks household for a long time. I need to eat, I need to keep your nutrition up, I need to eat good food. So if you ever wonder what makes Omaha Steaks so darn good, it's the aging process. Omaha Steaks ages their steaks at least 21 days because that's the sweet spot. It's where the magic happens. You can try these mouth-watering steaks in the Butcher's Best Seller Grill Pack. It includes four of their iconic and fork-tender Butcher's Cut Filet Mignons. They're delicious. Four ultra-juicy burgers, which we love here. Four savory pork, pork chops, desserts, and so much more. Here's what you do. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter Bongino into the search bar for a special price on the Butcher's Best Sellers package. Plus, you'll get four more chicken breasts and four more of those delicious burgers for free. Omaha Steaks has been the leader in gourmet steaks and food since 1917. Every order's flash frozen, vacuum sealed, and safely delivered in a cooler with dry ice and stays ready to cook in the freezer for months. All backed by their unconditional 100% money-back guarantee. No one, no one comes close to matching the flavor, tenderness, and value of Omaha Steaks. Go to omahasteaks.com, type keyword Bongino in the search bar, and order the Butcher's Best Seller Pack today. Don't forget, you'll get the four free chicken breasts and four burgers. That's omahasteaks.com, omahasteaks.com. Use keyword Bongino. Go today. They have really great products. All right, thanks, Omaha Steaks. We appreciate it. On the topic I was just talking about, the golden rule going forward that everyone needs to adapt and tattoo on their brain. Republicans may not and have frequently been not been the answer to our problems. Sometimes they've caused them themselves. The Democrats, however, are the causes of all your problems. 
they are actively encouraging this massive war on free speech and your ability to speak right now. Just listen to them. Don't take my word for it. Now on the Republicans, man, you got to do something. What are you doing? We have elected you in a constitutional republic in a representative democracy to represent the interests of the Constitution and freedom-loving people everywhere. And you have sat by feckless for now decades while you've watched this all happen. The culture war, the media war, the tech war on us. You've sat back and done nothing. You talk about taxes and listen, I love that fight. There's nothing that matters more to me than economic liberty. But you've sat back and focused on tax cuts and that's great and that's wonderful for three decades and you've ignored the culture war and the growing tidal wave of tech totalitarianism coming along to our floors for years. What have you been doing? Do something. Get your heads out of your collective rear ends and do something. Do something. You have allowed de facto governments to these totalitarian tech monsters to take over the United States in the only public space free people have to speak. And you have allowed, you have allowed us to be silenced and marginalized and sent into technological speakeasies where we need shibboleths to get in the front door to speak to each other. And you've done nothing. Did you miss this fight? Do something. Do something. We elected you to do something. You have allowed this again to turn a tragedy. And let's be absolutely clear and speak with moral clarity. What happened at the Capitol was a disgrace. If you watch that video, what happened to that police officer and you're not touched by it. I'm sorry. This is not the show for you. It was a disgrace. What happened to George Floyd was a disgrace. There was bipartisan condemnation. And you let the left do it again. You let them turn what was not a principled fight because there were no principles in question. Everybody with a straight face said this was not right what happened there. Everybody said with Floyd, I don't care of your politics. Everybody I know and I'll stick to it this day. I was a police officer and I love them. That was not right. There was no principles in argument here. None. You let the Democrats again take this and turn it into a political cudgel because you were too stupid again to see what was coming. There were no principles in argument here. None were in dispute. Principles about what happened in the election and the constitutionality are in dispute and should be. You let them again turn it into a political brawl where everyone in the country who dared support Trump, the agenda on judges, the agenda on economic freedom, the agenda on fighting back against the tech companies, you let it again turn into a political brawl like where people like me and Parler and you and conservative bloggers and Mark Levin and Hannity and everyone became a target. You let it happen again. Damn it, do something. Do something. These companies have become de facto governments in and of themselves. The danger they present to America and free speech, our foundational principles, is far greater than the government could ever do. Far greater. At least with the government, when they overreach and arrest or fine you for something and you did nothing wrong, you actually have legal recourse. Do you understand that Apple and what they did to us and Parler and are doing to others, it's not just me. Brandon Straka and his team at Facebook was totally pulled down off Facebook, the walkaway movement. Twitter took down the president of the United States. The government cannot communicate on one of the largest social media platforms in the world. The government and the head of the executive branch, the president of the United States, can no longer effectively communicate through the world's largest social media platform. Do you understand this just happened? While Republicans in Congress, many of them, are standing by with their heads up their asses? Do something! I thought liberals hated monopolies. We're now in stage two of what liberals on the left do every time. Stage one is a tragedy with bipartisan condemnation that was justified in the two examples I gave. It's not virtue signaling, folks. It's real. But stage two is always a pretextual overreach. 
where the left uses a pretext of an event to stigmatize and stereotype anyone that supports the cause of liberty or Donald Trump, and they go to war against them to wipe them out financially, to slander their reputations, to send them into government, uh, government-enforced de facto speakeasies underground. All right, I got to... I have to get to another sponsor, folks. And I just want to be sure you understand that this is going to get worse. And I want to play for you a clip on MSNBC where I show you right now how bad this is going to get. Because if you think they're going to stop the left and the enablers narrative isn't coming next, I'm not talking about the actual enablers. If you were an enabler of the assault on that police officer, then believe me, you deserve everything coming your way. The enablers narrative, however, is different than actual enablers. And you're next. I'll play that after this short break. Today's show also brought to you by uh, PetSmart. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, um, the only joy in the last few days in our lives has been Lucy, our dog who doesn't seem to have any idea what's going on. I guess sometimes ignorance is bliss. Listen, from the beginning of the pandemic, PetSmart's been an essential retailer, making sure you can get everything your pet needs right when you need it at over 1,600 convenient locations. They lead the pack with safe and easy ways to shop. In in PetSmart stores, cleaning and disinfecting protocols follow CDC recommendations. They require face coverings, floor decals, signage, and new protocols reinforce social distancing requirements. There are plexiglass shields in place at registers as well as at their salon and pet hotel lobbies. Stores and grooming salons offer digital check-in, curbside drop-off and pickup, and contactless payment. PetSmart has responded to unprecedented demand for contactless shopping by adding curbside pickup for website or app orders. PetSmart now offers free same-day delivery, powered by DoorDash through January 31st, 2021, so you can get everything your pet needs right to your door and right when you need it. We love it. Lucy's food came right to the door. She has the little lamb pepitos or whatever they are. And some may to break up the macabre nature of the show today. But PetSmart's associates really love pets, and that's a true story. And caring for them is a big part of why they work there. As an essential retailer since the beginning of the pandemic, PetSmart's made it safe and easy for you to care for your pet too online or in stores. Or if you're interested in contactless shopping, just order online at PetSmart.com or on the PetSmart app and enjoy curbside pickup or free same-day delivery powered by DoorDash, DoorDash through January 31st, 2021. So you can get everything your pet needs right to your door and right when you need it. Check out PetSmart.com for details. Folks, just a little programming note before I get back to, um, we're going to have to record because I don't don't like, I'd never fake it with you. Um, Tomorrow's show is going to be recorded a little early. I have a bit of a little health thing I'm going through now and I have to take care of it. So uh, just to be fair to you. So if tomorrow's show, we're not going to record it that early, so don't worry about it. But if it seems like we missed something in the news, we maybe did. But the show is going to be important, and I don't want to lie to you and spin your wheels. I need you now more than ever. More than ever. And if you're going to listen to the show, be prepared. Bongino.com. Bongino.com, my website. That will always be safe, no matter what happens to us. And folks, I'm telling you, you've only just begun to see the damage being wrought by the left and their media buddies and the tech towers. No matter what happens to us, we will be available at Bongino.com and you can always listen there. The podcasts are posted every day. Paula does it, what, about noon Eastern time, noon, 1210, 1215? Bongino.com. Please don't abandon us. I have no idea what these platforms are going to do. The left is on a rage to shut down everyone. Bongino.com. It will always be available right there. Please don't forget that. Write it down. I encourage you to listen there. All right, folks. Um, I warned a lot of my friends, and now I'm warning you, that when leftists enjoy the totalitarian power they have, I told you this on my Friday show, despite the fact that we did a viral segment now that condemned violence and the violence that happened at the Capitol because we've been consistent in condemning violence for four years— because there's no path there. There's no path. If that's not your thing, then that's not your thing, but it's going to be mine. But that doesn't matter. It's not virtue signaling. That's just a fact. I warned you that no matter what you do to try to get this constitutional republic back to a free and open society where people can speak out and debate and dialogue can flourish, that no matter what you do, the left enjoys canceling you. No, they don't, Dan. Really? So why do they do it? 
because they enjoy the power. Ladies and gentlemen, my name was trending for three days on Twitter. Why? Why? Because the left was overly joyful and gleeful that a site I'm an investor in that had promoted free speech and social media's ability, a social media platform where you can openly talk. They were gleeful that they feel like it's been destroyed. It hasn't. They were gleeful. They enjoy it. These are sick people. These are the same people who normalized political violence in the street where your business and me personally was attacked by Antifa BLM that threatened to rape my wife right in front of a police officer in Washington, D.C. Right there, did nothing. Sat there, D.C. Metro. The left sat by with their media friends and justified this violence. These are the same people moralizing on us now. Get ready for the enabler narrative next, where if you dare support Trump, you're an enabler. You don't believe me? You own a business? Check out this clip by MSNBC. Pay very close attention because you're next. During the rise of, of Hitler, uh, you had, yeah, and by the way, we can draw the analogies uh, as far as we can, we can talk about this being 1933. Uh, we can do that. Yeah. Um, a lot of businesses, a lot of German corporations saw Hitler as a clown. They backed him. Uh, because they thought he was going to be a bulwark against communism, against the rise of communism across Europe, socialism. We've seen a lot of businesses, a lot of CEOs, a lot of the world's richest people, a lot of America's richest people back Donald Trump uh, and back him because it was good for their bottom line. Hitler, Nazis, this is what they think of you. This is what they think of you. You're next. I explained to my wife this weekend and to a couple of friends of mine in the media who feel like they're safe, that what the left is going to do because they enjoy the pain being inflicted upon people who love liberty and freedom like us, regardless of where you stood, and none of the people I talked to were in any way morally unclear about what happened this past week. None. It doesn't matter. They are going to go down the line. They feel like they've effectively defenestrated Donald Trump. Then they're going to move on to companies they feel created a platform for Donald Trump, Trump's brand of conservatism, Parler and others. When they feel like they've finished them off, they're going to start to come for big businesses who they feel like donated to Republicans. Oh, I'm sorry, that already happened. So we're already at stage three. No, we're past stage three. Next, you're going to see leftist totalitarians who are Soviets. That's what the Soviets did. Again, read the first circle, the Gulag Archipelago by Solzhenitsyn, where useful idiots on the left were used in the Soviet Union and by the communist political prisoner, uh, communist uh, political prisoner holding government. Useful idiots on the left were used to take hold of other useful idiots who were then imprisoned themselves. They are going to go down the line. They've now reached the stage four where any business who supported Donald Trump at all and any person will become a target and you'll be labeled an enabler. You doubt me? Just watch. I told you this fight was coming to your front door. I honestly didn't think it would happen this quickly. Here's another... Caption, I'm not going to put the photo up uh, for licensing reasons, but there's a picture in the New York Times today. I'll show you the caption beneath. Excuse me, not that it was in this weekend, I believe. But this was the caption beneath the New York Times, in case you think you're safe if you were at this rally. Oh, we can assemble? The Constitution guarantees it, does it? What did I tell you on Friday? Constitution only matters when both sides believe in it. This was a caption from the New York Times. This is not a joke. A rioter during the mayhem at Capitol Hill. He punched the door after being pepper sprayed and forced out of the building, 3.45 p.m. A rioter? The picture they showed was Richie McGinnis, who's a reporter from the Daily Caller, who was covering the event and was asking the, he dropped his phone and was asking him to get his phone because all his work was on. He was a rioter? 
He was a reporter. Now, the New York Times issued a, of course, boilerplate correction at the bottom of the piece later on when they figured out, but the, the, the damage has already been done. If I were Richie, I would, by the way, suggest he find a lawyer. Can you imagine the damage to this man's career? That article's still up there with his photo, and I'm not even going to show the photo. He was a writer. He was a reporter for the Daily Caller. Were leftist reporters, rioters too? Oh, no, no, they're safe. You're next. I'm sorry to inform you that. I have no good news for you today on this show. None. But can I give you a little bit of a boost? It's not good news. You know, I'm a fan of Solzhenitsyn who, of course, was a victim of the Soviets and wrote about it endlessly. I recommend, again, the Gulag Archipelago and the First Circle, two amazing books which can change your life. But without quoting directly, Solzhenitsyn said as well that don't seek out happiness. So for those of you listening to my show, say, you know what, Dan, I don't have time this week. I can't take it anymore. You can't take it? You understand what it took to get me on the air this morning? These people are trying to destroy me and you. Solzhenitsyn said, I want you to take this to heart because I need you to get ready for what's coming. This tech purge won't stop. And the left's war on shutting you up is not going to stop either. Solzhenitsyn said, listen, don't, don't seek out the happiness because the sweetness of it will never fill your cup to the top. Embrace the bitterness, knowing the bitterness will end one day too. All I can give you is the fight. I don't have any easy answers for you. I do have some action items, but none of them will be easy on you or anyone else. Now, I just want to introduce some, you know what, let me just get to my last sponsor because this last segment of the show is going to be important and I may have to continue this segment into tomorrow's show. You know, folks, I may release tomorrow's show early. Joe, can we do that? Paula, is that okay? Maybe like 8 a.m. Do whatever Eastern you want to do, man. Is that okay yeah. with you, Joe? Yeah. And I, want, and I want to thank, by the way, my production team for because you have no idea what we've all been through. You have to understand, man, Joe doesn't work for me. He works with me. Joe has his own business. But I want hmm. you to understand they are trying to wipe out everyone. Parlor had legions of employees who overnight their very futures were completely destroyed. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm a saver. So you know what? I'll be okay no matter what. But there are people who work for me who may not one day. There are people who work with me who may not. This is not a joke. And when this fight comes to you, you'll understand what Hayek said, that there's absolutely no difference between political fights and economic ones. That the same people who can wipe you out economically, if they're the same people who are in charge politically, political fights are economic fights. And if you don't have political freedom, you don't have economic freedom, which was Hayek's point. What does it matter who you work for if you don't have the ability to feed your kids? Well, who you vote for, excuse me. How is political freedom any different from economic freedom? You understand we were not free to open up a free market business parlor. We were not free. A de facto government tried to shut us down. Now, some of the counter arguments, let me just get to my sponsor here. I'm sorry, and we'll get to it. I don't, I don't mean to lose track of the show. It's just a lot going on. I'm getting texts. I'm, thank you to everyone who's offered to help. I'm, we're getting all your emails. For those of you who've reached out, I sincerely, sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, appreciate it. We are working. We get your emails. I'm sending them to my partners and others too. Listen, many state and local governments have used the coronavirus to trample on the constitutional rights of millions, simultaneously defunding law enforcement while dangerous criminals roam free. When the government can't or won't ensure your safety, self-reliance is the only option. That's why iTarget was invented. It's I-T-A-R-G-E-T, the letter I, to give law-abiding citizens a cost-effective way to train safely in the safety and privacy of your own home with your firearm. No more inconvenient trips to the range. No more expensive ammunition that's really hard to find. Just download iTarget's proprietary app. It's super easy. 
load the laser round into the firearm you have now. If you safely unload it, you put the laser round in. And a nice part about it is you can dry fire train. It emits a laser onto a target. You can see on the app where the rounds would have landed. So you know how your practice is going. You're missing low left, low right. You can fix it. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers. This is a great product. I get really outstanding reviews, by the way, on my email including all major calibers, 223-556, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Today, you can save 10%, plus get free shipping with the offer code DAN at checkout when you go to itargetpro.com. It's worth your time. This is the smartest way for you to practice, and it pays for itself in one day. That's the letter itargetpro.com, itargetpro.com, offer code DAN. Okay, getting back to the show. I want to give some counter arguments I've heard on social media and elsewhere. Sorry, folks. It's been a long day. For those of you out there arguing, and you know I'm a conservatarian, I've been a libertarian leaving conserv- leaning conservative for a long time and probably before it was even popular. For those of you suggesting out there that, Dan, Twitter, Apple, Amazon, Google, Twilio and others, these are private companies. They can do whatever they want. Are they? It's not a First Amendment fight, Dan. This isn't a government entity shutting you down. Are you sure of that? Well, let's put that baby to rest as soon as possible. Let me just get to this Wall Street Journal article. It'll explain something right here. And maybe you'll understand, because this is the most important article you'll read today. The progressive purge begins. Tech stampede against the right will lead to more populist anger. Oh, that's absolutely true. You think you're helping the situation? But in this piece, and I want you to commit this to memory and tattoo this on your brain, there's a fascinating legal case to show that your idea of what government and non-government enterprises and actors are is far different than I think what happened here. Check this out. I want to read this to you, and I want you to commit all of this to memory if you can. Wall Street Journal today. In the case Mars versus Alabama in 1946, the Supreme Court ruled that a privately owned town could not restrict the distribution of religious materials because the company was a de facto government. Tech firms that dominate the flow of information in the United States and censor it at the behest of powerful Democrats also deserve First Amendment scrutiny. The lockstep tech banning of Parler may also violate antitrust laws. Marsh versus Alabama. may want to look that one up. If you're Apple, Google, or Amazon. You may have found yourself in a little bit of deeper water than you thought you were treading into. Well, Dan, Amazon, Apple, and you can't prove they're a de facto government. No, but I can prove to you one thing, that if you think this is a free market, oh, they're a private company argument. You're talking one to a libertarian here. You are insane. These companies are operating, specifically Twitter, Facebook, specifically, that are now mass purging conservatives. These companies are only in business because of a multi-billion, potential trillion-dollar subsidy sponsored by who? The United States government. What do you mean, Dan? This is all very confusing. My libertarian friends, who I appreciate, but my libertarian friends told me, no, 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 they're, they're free market companies. They can ban whoever they want. They're not free market companies. They are existing and they are in business because because in an actual free market, without Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, government protections, these companies wouldn't exist. You making an argument they shouldn't exist? No, no, that's not the argument I'm making at all. The argument I'm making against you is this is not a free market because Section 230, follow me here, of the Communications Decency Act, which gives blanket legal immunity to Facebook and Twitter and doesn't allow you to sue them because they're acting as platforms is the only reason they were allowed to flourish. Well, what's the problem? Well, the problem is that government subsidy, which is effectively a trillion dollar subsidy, which allowed them to flourish, would be fine and dandy if they didn't use the subsidy that's given to them by government taxpayers to then go attack government taxpayers who are conservative. They are only allowed to do this because they don't act as a publisher. If the New York Times, which falsely labeled in their photo, falsely labeled Richie McGinnis from the Daily Caller a rioter, 
and then tried to correct it later, can be held liable, which they can. And the New York Times published some of the stuff you see on Twitter right now. Hang Mike Pence. Reza Eslan's burn the whole effing thing down. If that appeared in the New York Times, the New York Times would be sued and probably be out of business. But it's allowed to appear on Twitter and Facebook because they've been given blanket immunity from lawsuits by you, the United States government you elected. This is not a free market argument. Well, Dan, it's it's a free market because we need that for the internet to operate and it's been used fairly across the board. It has, really? So Parler's allowed? Parler's allowed to, oh, that's right. Parler's been wiped off the, the internet. But I, I thought it was a free market and Parler was protected by Section 232 because they're a platform just like Twitter. Really? Why are we not there and Twitter is? Violence, Dan, it's because violence appeared on the platform. Trending on Twitter this weekend was Hang Mike Pence. Antifa is still organizing their, their, their public destruction squads, Antifa groups, on Twitter right now. The Iranian government is promoting genocide against Israel and Jewish folks right now on Twitter. Leftists on Facebook called the president of the United States a Russian stooge based on a PP tape. Those leftists were given Pulitzer Prize and are still on Facebook right now. But no, no, keep making the argument that it's a free market and that Section 230 is applied fairly when content, dramatically more content, the liberals are claiming was used to take down Parler, appears on the platforms they worship. Yeah, yeah, it's a free market. Don't worry. You understand Apple sent Parler an email? Yeah, I'll tell you what happened. We have the email. Apple sent Parler an email. Oh, they're going to have to answer for this one. Where they actually said in the email that we're responsible for all the content on our site. We are? Because that would make us a publisher. We have terms of service on Parler. We do not allow the incitement of violence, and we certainly don't allow criminality. There are other conditions, too. You can read those terms of service. If you're uncomfortable with them, I understand. Parler's not for you. But we do have terms of service on Parler. And we do have a jury that removes content that does that. You understand that Apple sent us an email, though, telling us we're responsible for everything on our website? Well, of course, the liberals listening are like, well, of, of course you are responsible. For we are? Is YouTube responsible for everything written in the comments section on their website? Hmm. No, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think they are. They say they're a platform. Oh, but Parler is. Apple was hmm. dumb enough to put this in an email, by the way. Is Twitter responsible for the hang Mike Pence tweets? Tens of thousands that appeared this weekend? Did Apple send them that email? Hmm. Wait till we go. <laughs> Wait till the discovery phase of these legal cases come around. They're going to be fascinating. Is Google responsible for all the people who use email, Antifa and others, to email their Antifa friends to show up in Minneapolis and burn the city to the ground? No, only Parler is responsible, apparently, for that. So you want us to become a surveillance platform is what you want to do your bidding. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. We take down content that is, doesn't fit our terms of service because it's the right thing to do and we fit within the legal guidelines of a company operating that way. But you don't apply those rules to anyone else. You only apply them to us because you've deemed us a conservative website, parlor.com. Ladies and gentlemen, let me be crystal clear and I'm not trying to offend anyone. We are not a conservative website. We are a website that allows open dialogue that conservatives thankfully have felt welcome on. We are not a conservative website. I don't mean that to say any other way than I just said it. Because it's not an ideological statement. It's a business. It is a business that allows open dialogue that thankfully many generous conservatives chose to spend time on because they feel comfortable speaking openly there, unlike Twitter. 
but it's not a conservative company. What I'm saying is we don't ban liberals from our site. They deemed us a conservative company when the media ceded the battlefield against us because it made for a more conservative political argument to the liberals at Apple, Google, and Amazon to take us down. It's as simple as that. So ladies and gentlemen, the free market argument, let me make one more point. And I'm going to get to some actions. Read this article at Red State. It'll be up in the show notes. And ladies and gentlemen, I have an ask. Again, I have a ton of asks. Please keep track of them all today. Someone told me, just give them one ask. It gets too complicated. This is no time for that. I have multiple asks. And I'm really sorry, but I need you to help us. We'll be lost without you. Please go to Bongino.com slash newsletter and subscribe to our newsletter. Please. It may be soon, sadly, the only way we can communicate. Please go today. You'll find this Red State article too where Jack Dorsey, like Apple, was dumb enough to put down basically an emoji writing to celebrate the destruction of his own competitor, calcifying in my mind and everyone else's that he is in fact a monopolist. Red State, Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey mocks Parler after coordinating big tech to take down his competition. Nick Arima, Red State. Read this article. You don't, you doubt me? Here's the screenshot of Jack Dorsey, CEO of Twitter's actual tweet. Here's Jack celebrating that instead of Parler being number one on the app store, which we were, his Signal app private messenger is instead with a little help from his friends. That's a quote from Red State. Jack Dorsey took a screenshot of the Apple store removing us and Signal jumping to number one, whereas we were number one and put a heart emoji. He loves it. He loves it. Liberals hated monopolies until they thought the monopolies would attack their political opponents and they love them because there's no principles there. And I think Jack's going to have to answer to that as well. Tortious interference, business conspiracy. Let's see how comfortable smart-ass Jack Dorsey is when he has to answer for that in court. What exactly were you implying, Jack, as he's being cross-examined with the heart emoji, taking a picture of the top charts after Parlo, your competitor, was taken? What exactly were you implying? on your platform where where apparently Apple, as far as we know, didn't send any of these takedown threats to Twitter, despite hang Mike Pence trending in the weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get to the action stage, which I think we'll open up with on tomorrow's show too, because I'll go into these things in detail. Number one, never use Google search again. You have DuckDuckGo, and you have others, but allowing Google search to one profit off of your search, which they do. How do they profit, Dan? I'm just searching the internet. No, 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 no. That is absolutely not what happens. Whatever you search, whenever you search medications for balding, they sell that to companies who sell medications for balding. 90% of you know that because I get your email. Some of you don't or listen to my show. Google actively data mines, Parler does not, and sells that aggregated data to others. You are making them rich by using their search engines. There are alternatives. You have DuckDuckGo. There are alternatives to Gmail as well. Ladies and gentlemen, we're working on this too. We don't speak with forked tongue. I understand not all of you can do this at once. That's why I'm giving you a lot of things. Please sign up for my newsletter, number one. Number two, try other Gmails. I mean, excuse me, other alternatives to Gmail. They're probably scanning your emails too and selling that data too, I would guess. I will no longer be using Amazon to shop and I encourage you to. Ladies and gentlemen, there's strength in numbers. Please don't leave us out here alone. Amazon's a trillion dollar company, but if 10 million people at the same time stopped shopping on Amazon and went to Walmart or other alternatives or just bought stuff at companies' own websites, you would be saving those companies who now don't have to pay a VIG to Amazon and you'll be saving yourselves for what Amazon comes to you next. If you're doing business with Amazon at AWS, I can't tell you what to do. I can only tell you I would strongly reconsider that. Listen, if you want to engage in shout and fraud, oh, Parler was stupid to do it. It was a bad call, obviously. It was a bad call that was disputed for a long time. There's a number of reasons behind it I can't go into on this show, but it wasn't as black and white as many of the people who are laughing think it was. 
If you're doing business with Amazon Web Services, I can't tell you what to do. I'm only telling you, if you're next, you won't sleep during the weekend like I did. The wrap is off my home screen. Uh, see it right there. That's it. Let me make another ask, if you can. Put up this article at The Blaze. Mark Levin, Rush Limbaugh, and I are not posting anymore on Twitter. Here's an article, The Blaze, being the show notes today. Ladies and gentlemen, if you can, I know some of you can, some of you can't, and I understand that. Some of you have business arrangements and contracts and other stuff. I'm asking you if you can. Please stop posting on Twitter. Twitter is a data pillager too. They profit off the very act of you posting. And for any of you out there suggesting, well, Dan, should we cede the platform to the left? It's already happened. But Dan, we need to convince the left. You really think you posting on Twitter is convincing the left of anything? Did you ever read the responses to your tweets? Did you ever read the responses to my tweets before I stopped tweeting last week? You read the death threats? You read the, I hope cancer gets you quick? I don't even report the death threats anymore. I'm not kidding. I don't. I don't even bother. Because it would be the police department here would laugh. Because they come in so vol voluminously, it would be a waste of everyone's time. You really think you're convincing people on Twitter or are you enriching Twitter by posting on their platform? I know some of you can't. Then pick one or the other. I'm still stuck with Facebook for other reasons that are hard to describe in the show. It's not going to be long there either, though. Pick one of them at least. I'm not even asking you to deactivate your account like Limbaugh did. Just stop posting. At least protest for a couple of weeks. Pick one of them. Levin's off Facebook. I'm off Twitter. Well, Levin's off both now. Please pick one of them and stop posting for at least a couple of weeks. I know with tech companies like this, I know how they work. I'm a part owner of Parler. I've only said it 20 times. When their DAUs, Twitter, when they're daily active users, in other words, you posting and using their site, drops off the face of the earth because 10 million people at the same time stop posting, Twitter's going to have shareholders to answer to. And all of a sudden, people are going to start losing money. And what did I tell you after reading that American Mind piece a little while ago? Is it American Mind or American Greatness? I'm not sure. The only way to fight back is to emulate the strategies the left have used on us. It's to impose real financial losses upon the left. They've done it to us. They're doing it to me right now, forever. They've been doing this to us forever. The only way to fight back is to everyone who owns a Twitter share, anyone who owns Twitter shares, to make them see what it looks like when 10 million people stop using their platform at the same time. One more point. I'll go into these in more detail. We're done with Apple products on the show. We had a business account here. What do you think we spent on Apple? You mean an idea per year? 10,000? More? More? Paul is giving me the upside. That's it. I have an iPhone now. It's my last one. Let's see how Apple feels when 10 million people stop buying their products. Let's see how Apple feels when people start listening to these shows everywhere but their platforms because they're afraid of being deplatformed. You think those aren't material losses? You think those will be laughed off by shareholders? I guess we'll see, right? But we won't see anything if we don't stand together. And I understand some of you can't do all of this. Some of you may say, Dan, it would crush my business tomorrow. Then don't do that. I understand. You may have easier options like pulling off Twitter, but I'm giving you multiple options because I understand I'm in some of the same scenarios where it would impose costs on others I can't do. But you can do one of these. Stop the Google search. Stop using Amazon to buy your products. Dump your Apple products as soon as you can. Register for the websites and the newsletters of not just me, but everyone else. Mark Levin, Limbaugh, everyone. It's not about me. Open up accounts on other social media platforms. Dave Rubin has one, the locals. There's CloudHub. There's Gab. It's not about just us. 
It'd be easy for me to get on here today and say, screw those other competitors, what about? It's not about parlor. It's about an existential right to speak going forward. Speaking of that, I'm going to wrap the show on this. And then again, we'll get a show out relatively early tomorrow because this is too important of a time. Please do not watch my show on YouTube anymore. It is going to cost me a fortune. I care zero. Please do not watch my show on YouTube. Please go to Rumble. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Rumble.com slash Bongino. It is absolutely free. Absolutely free. Go to rumble.com slash Bongino. Please subscribe today en masse. They do not discriminate based on political content at Rumble. I also am an investor in that company too. It's not about the money. It's not about investing. It's only a fair disclosure. But we don't discriminate there. Please watch the show on Rumble. And please subscribe today. And please watch other shows there. Gorka has, uh, up on, is up on Rumble. Austin Fleckus is up on Rumble. Joe Pags is up on Rumble. Because everybody saw this fight coming. Watch their shows too. It's not about me. Thanks for hanging in there with me. It's been a long weekend. I promise I won't let you down. I promise I'm not going anywhere. But get ready. This is going to get uglier. It's not over. The Rubicon's sadly been crossed. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.